349th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Hector. This is Chris. And thank you so much for joining us live. That's awesome. Log into your Google account uh, or your YouTube account, whatever you have. And that way you could chat along with us in live chat. And I'll have you pulled up right here on the old hand. Talk shit, fact check, ask us questions, whatever. If you're not watching this live, that's all right. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio, or on Twitter at Each Wrestling Radio, or you can just drop a comment oh, down right. below. <laughs> <laughs> we are very vulgar today. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> MLW Zero Hour, NXT UK Takeover, Impact Hard to Kill. Yes. Whew, you know what's hard to kill? It's fucking Lana storyline. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. So, so we're starting with that. Starting with Lana. Yes, Lana. Yes. Uh, what the fuck for? What is there to say? <laughs> what is there to say? How bad it is that people are still watching. Yeah, I guess. You know, it wasn't even the saddest part about it is the the thing that that was the highest rated fucking segment on Raw. What the hell? Car crash. And it's a, it's the one <laughs> one two combo of being the highest rated segment on Raw. And the most viewed clip on YouTube uh, yeah. from WWE. I think it had like two and a half million in less than 24 hours. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> and that is actually like eight year one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be right yeah. yeah. And then last month. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, woman. The adults are talking now. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like they yeah. forgot that Liv Morgan did a thing oh. there. I mean, she's going to be in Rusev's corner, but okay, Big Wolf. That's the part that stings. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, Liv Morgan, what are they going to do with this girl? And you know? They put her there. And, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the Emma thing fails twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. We're talking about three different brands that are not main roster. Four different brands that are not. Four different brands are not main roster. Yeah. So for the casuals that that are stubbornly trying to look at us, yeah, we'll give them a little something to hook. Yeah. yeah, and then we talk about yeah, yeah, hooker. Brock <laughs> entering at number one. Why are we talking about WWE still? <laughs> we can save that shit for our Rumble episode. Brock at number one. Who gives a fuck? Uh, really? <laughs> I'm the only one. No, no title defense. The title's not being defended in the Rumble either. Yeah, I mean, so my hair's conspiracy thoughts. We <laughs> forgot our tempo hats. So I, okay, conspiracy theory. I think what 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 this means is one of two different things. Either one, Brock's gonna win, which is the easy thing to say. Oh, hates him is who he's gonna face at Rumble or face at Mania, and then 
there's going to be somebody else that wins Rumble, and that person is going to challenge for a Universal title, and that's it. So you are going to set up both title Ooh. matches in the in the Rumble, but for different reasons. Okay. Yeah. I don't see Brock winning it. I know that. I don't see Brock winning it either. There's, I see one guy that absolutely needs it, and I can't believe I'm saying it because I'm not the biggest fan right now, <clears throat> but one more match. Oh, my God. Christian? No. <laughs> WWE did two things in the last two months mm -hmm. that is making me optimistic. NXT in that promo that they were equal to Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. It's going to piss a lot of purists off. I have Johnny Gargano winning and cashing it in on Adam Cole. Why would that piss off purists? Because it's not a, it's not Raw or SmackDown. Like you're so? wasting a Rumble win on a so? brand that you're no, you're not focused on the third brand. On the, the, yeah, no, 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 that's exactly. I'm not saying that I disagree with it. I'm saying my pick is my idea is going to piss a lot of people off. I, I still, I still think it's going to piss off even purists even because even when WWE ECW was around, they could whoever won could have challenged because remember they had uh, when who was it that won the won the Rumble that year. I can't remember. Whoever won the Rumble went in there, and all three, the Raw, the SmackDown, and the WWE ECW guys were all lined up. Was it Taker? Was it Taker? Yeah. yeah, there was Lashley with the fucking ECW title. Nah, I'm going to challenge this guy, you know? Yeah. But, like, it was possible. Mm -hmm. So, the purest thing? No. Like, you, I'd be more upset if it was the other way around, where it'd be like, oh, you can challenge for anything but the NXT title. Fuck you! You're saying that WWE... ECW but title was more prestigious than the NXT Without title. a flag from the UK. You would have four. That'd be uh, interesting. Why not? It's, it's Brady, of your okay, choosing. So of the, your at, choosing. At the end of the day, NXT's already third brand. It's got mm -hmm. the focus. What is the next project that they need to work on with if it's not the UK brand? Yeah. So the UK brand took the NXT spot. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I, that's a fact. That's interesting. Going back to your point of whoever tosses Brock over is going to be his opponent. Yeah. Would you imagine seeing hit Brock against Keith Lee? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Dude, I am. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I that, the only segment that I watched from Raw was that Paul Heyman promo. Yeah. The way he said that we have the possibilities. In the rumble, anybody with, that wants in, you yeah. get in. Yeah. yeah, just seeing him face to face with Champa, Gargano, yeah, Cole, Walter, Walter, Walter. <laughs> Again, this is not as advertised. We advertise that this is going to be your favorite match for Wrestle um, Kingdom. Shit. Okay. Uh, the the guy that owns Daryl Cat versus Osprey, Takahashi. Takahashi. <laughs> Takahashi. He owns two cats. He owns two cats. Two cats now. Yes. He's all about the And Osprey and the pig. I liked it. A lot of flippy dippy. A lot of fast. A lot of like ooh ah. I liked it. Liked it a lot. Being the guy that's not really in the know on all of the storylines, I think that was the most actiony match that satisfied that actiony match itch for me. In Houston wrestling radio fashion, I think the, tr the streak is going to continue where 
the match that stood out for me is not a main event from Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. Um, it would have to be that match. Osprey against Takahashi. Okay. Holy fuck, dude. Takahashi. I keep wanting to say Tanahashi. Takahashi. Takahashi. What about you? Since we're blowing our logo. I have four, actually. Which? Four. Okay. Takahashi got everybody's attention. Yeah. That night's main event, seeing Okada and Ibushi go all out. That fucking sit down Tombstone Power Driver from Okada? Yes. Yes. Oh man, that that's no, probably my know, second you best. You know what got me worse than that in that match was fucking uh, I'm I'm to Ibushi going all T nine hundred and just like stoic, just yeah, and beating the ever, close. I've never seen that side of Ibushi before ever. It goes back to that again. When I look at New Japan, I look at their their story and their booking. It goes back to why. Uh, Jay White wants to put him in the book. Yeah, and I was like, this motherfucker. He has a dark side. He has a mean yeah. streak. Yeah. And you saw it. You saw glimpses and you saw you ended up seeing the second night. Yeah. And then going to the second night, Tanahashi and Jericho put out a clinic. Dude, that was fun. They put out <laughs> one of those like, oh fuck. Who's gonna who's actually gonna stand up out of this? Mm. And then and then it up the night is <clears throat> a year, uh, a story that took almost what five years to complete, mm-hmm. and every the crowd was waiting for that, and they got their moment. Man, <laughs> um, is, is this where I put out my disclaimer? <laughs> I, 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 I don't I, live in Japan. I, I, I don't need sushi. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no I love sushi. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't hang. I couldn't watch the last three matches. No, but because I was so tired, because of the way that I tried to Michael watch. Network. What? Huh? Michael Network is in the chat. Oh, Michael, what's up, man? Why did it not show up on my thing? It showed up over there. What's up, Michael? Nice, nice to have you join us today. I didn't watch the last three matches of, of, of night two because I tried to sit through night one all the way through to the very end of everything in one sitting. And I couldn't hang. I want to fall asleep over at Aaron's couch. And I was like, you know what? I need to wake up and drive home. <laughs> so I did. And I was like, I'll watch it later this week. And here it is. Uh, four days later. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I haven't watched it yet. So, yeah. That's on me. Match off by me. So I didn't get to see that Jericho match. I saw all the memes and the replays of the splash. But I didn't get to see the whole match. They had a really good match. Saw the oh. You, you, I think you would appreciate it. You would be very course. sports entertained. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, it's funny that Jericho's the guy that's bringing that out of people that we don't expect. Like, I didn't expect Jericho and Omega to be very sports entertaining. I thought Jericho would just fall behind in the Puro Resu style, yeah. and they made it work both times, you yeah. know, New Japan and in uh, AEW. Um, then I've been slowly coming up on liking Okada. That match was better than I expected. Because we don't expect sports entertainment stuff to come out of New Japan. Yeah. But when I see the crowd reaction to Lance Archer and fucking John Moxley, oh. when they're slowly, we've seen tables, we've been desensitized with TLC matches and Hell in a Cells and people falling off and cutting open and breaking bones. But it's, it's still new to Japan. So when yeah. they barely take out a chair from under the ring, all the crowd goes, <gasps> 
two tables set up. <laughs> Somebody gets death ridden up to both the tables. Everybody loses their shit and yeah. here on this land. But over there, the, the way they built it up slowly and told the story and they saw fucking the, freaking the, yeah. the, the claw with the paint with the plastic bag, just little stuff that we would take for granted because we, we're already at like 8,000 RPMs, but they're just cruising and enjoying the ride at, at their speed and just watching them react to certain things like Tanahashi and Jericho from, from going to the, to the Boston Crab to the old school Lion Tainer and the crowds. You can hear the crowd react, noticing that there's a difference in the mood. Even during time in the match when Tanahashi was laughing because Jericho was doing the air guitar, he missed a frog splash, <laughs> and they show his laugh on the big screen, and everybody's laughing with it. It just I, I don't know if I want to see that because I expect New Japan to be the Pudo Resu. I don't want them to get tainted with our crap. <laughs> I, I get it, but you gotta think you gotta think about it, about it as a business point. New Japan needs to get into the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. U.S. market is again. We already got desensitized. We we seen shit like that already. So our our wrestling is basically entertainment, not into the whole uh, wrestling aspect like they have. So it would be, it's kind of nice seeing it from their point and them getting intro, introduced to that uh, point of view. Yeah, and coming and making sure that your ace. Your top guy is doing it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's honestly that's so okay because, because yeah. he's the one opening the door for for, for the stuff to happen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of stuff, man. It's it's hard to whittle it down. You have four. Yeah. So what are your four matches? Takahashi Osprey, mm-hmm. Okada Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. One. Um, Jericho Tanahashi. All right. And then uh, <clears throat> Naito Okada. All right. Okay. Can I crap all over this now? Go for it. Oh, you're gonna crap all night over one. It? Oh my god, night. Uh, night one felt like a reset button. It's like everything that was supposed to happen a long time ago finally happened. Oh wait, Jericho couldn't. Uh, Moxie couldn't make the trip. Ah, we'll give him the belt back. Oh, Tanahashi was supposed. Takahashi was supposed to run with the belt, but he got hurt. Ah, let's see. That first there was, and then the thing with like um. Naito and, and Okada, like the, it felt too predictable. Like I would have wanted to see a monkey wrench thrown in there. How about Naito? There's a feud with Naito and Ibushi, you know, because they've been they've been they almost the entire time in the in New Japan together. You know, I want to piss people off. Why not stick Jay Jay White could be the Roman Reigns of New Japan no! right now. If you no! really want to play with people's emotions, have that fucker in the final. And at least if he would have lost to Okada or something would have happened or whatever. But it just, that first night felt a little bit too predictable. Yeah. Okay. The second night okay. felt okay. a little bit more like, oh, okay, I, I might not see this. Oh, okay. I don't need to see that. Oh, Tanahashi tap. Oh, Jay White actually won. Oh, there was stuff that I wasn't seeing in night that I wasn't expecting in night two that I kind of caught, could have saw in night one. And that may have been what, uh, affected my fatigue level because i thought this was going to be appointment viewing night one night two start to finish pre-show fucking included with the young boys and all that shit Nah, i could have not watched half of night one and just went straight to the end of night one and night two i could have done that but of course that's not what i did because i'm going off of my experience of wrestle kingdom's past my experience of wrestle kingdom's past is that 
you need to watch the everything because it's all fucking good. everything, everything, everything. And like here with this two night experiment type thing, you didn't really need to watch the first part of night one. And since I invested so much time watching that and energy, and by the time you were trained, yeah, I was trained when the good stuff, stuff happened. That's yeah. why I couldn't hang even though I wanted it. After this picture from and, the last and second night. And yeah. one other thing that really sucked about this. And I'm gonna get a little controversial here. Oh shit! Bullshit with Jushin Thunder Liger, man. That shit was whack. <laughs> now I respect Liger. I get it. He was retiring, but goddamn, the entrance for that tag match, night like, one or night two, night one. The, oh, there was all the five old five, It was like, <laughs> goddamn, the, the 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 fucking intros lasted like fucking thirty minutes. It was like Undertaker intro after Undertaker intro after Undertaker intro. Except it was all dudes that I had no idea who the fuck they were. <laughs> I have a bigger bone to pick with that. Okay, go for it. I would have expected Jushin Liger's last match to be in the spot where, Tana, where Tanahashi and Jericho was. That's a dude that's been wrestling there for your company for 31 years, and you're going to have him curtain jerk both nights? That in, sucks. In multiple tag man that matches, sucks. it don't mean anything. The match with uh um fuck what uh, no the the dude with the flames in his head, oh, the shape uh, into his head. Oh Suzuki. Suzuki. The match with Suzuki. That should have been on the Wrestle Kingdom card night too. Ooh, Liger yes. Suzuki should have been his last match because it meant something. These two bullshit tag matches. That was like, okay, this is fun, kumbaya, yay, we're having a match, da, da, da. Okay, bye, everybody, right off into the sunset on your back. But the epicness, the end of the culmination of his entire fucking career with the, his biggest rival, with his biggest rival beating his ass, and then the respect. Holy fuck, that was amazing. That should have been at Wrestle Kingdom. Those two matches with Wagner with the old guys and multiple tag matches, those were fucking snoozers, man. Snoozers. <laughs> God damn, I can't. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm going to defend that. Go for okay, it. Please. Go for it. Please. Okay. <laughs> So here's oh, what, here, hold on, let me add. Let me add something. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you get to it. Let me add something. With all those old guys, if I was a fan of New Japan back in the day, where I knew who those guys were, then it'd be different. But I'm not a fan of New Japan, yeah. and I don't know who those fuckers were, so I didn't really give a shit. There you go. See, Travis <laughs> still lives on on this show. Okay, go, sir. Defend go. it. Go, sir. Okay. So the way I saw. Why they put the the Suzuki Liger match? Was it a month ago? A month ago, I think. Two months ago, something like that. Honestly, I feel like that was the reason why they made that match there, was because I, it might have been the arena where Liger actually started. So he finished a singles career there. All the more reason to have the the kumbaya match with all the old guys together, because that's yeah. the stuff well, that, that, that was basically. If you have a couple of wrestlers that can still go and it's your era, that was their last call for night one. Okay. Night two, I get it because it was Liger and his rival versus versus two future. guys. So yeah, Ryan Lee by himself could have taken them both down. Yeah. Let alone Takahashi. Yeah. But think, thinking about that aspect, it's like passing the torch there. Yeah. Because Takahashi is going to end up taking his, his spot and his rival is Ryu Lee, mm -hmm. no matter what. So yeah. honestly, that that last night was all right. It was like we're gonna put the dog to the shed. And 
That's it. It's still cool if you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, that, that, that's, that's your like, opinion. That's my problem. Like understand. <laughs> Coming from the guy that doesn't watch that. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I got one more bone to pick. <laughs> I got one more bone to pick. Yes. And it might be a little bit under the radar. Let's see that bone. <laughs> the book. <laughs> <laughs> the women's tag team match from Stardom should have been on the card. That was pre-show, right? That was dark match. That wasn't even pre-show. Like you cannot see that on the network at all. I didn't see. It's a four-woman tag with Iwatani. Um, I mean, Bushiroad is now owns both these companies. You know, if you're not going to put Stardom on the network, that's one thing. But if you're going to make the effort to have these girls perform in front in in Tokyo, you know, in the dome on your biggest show of the year, even if it's just for one night, the traditional night, you should have you should have put them for everybody to see. You know, it's it's as it's business. You you own both of the properties now. Why are you gonna bastardize one for the sake of the other? Like you could have made more money putting over these four girls that are actually. Oh, hey, by the way, we also have women. You know, and they can actually put on a good show and you get more word of mouth. More people watch Stardom. More people go to the show. More people will find them. And then, especially WrestleMania weekend, they do some Stardom shows here in the U.S. Yeah. WrestleMania weekend. But no, you're gonna leave them off air. Bad move. I agree with you. On Bad that. move. Especially since they're trying to sign Io, Io Shirai and um, Io and uh, Kyrie. Kyrie they tried to sign them. Yeah, and and they're actually on TV somewhere. They yeah. Yeah. Japan, they ain't gonna be on TV. That sucks. Mm-hmm. You got four matches, man. What's your match of the week? It has to be for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, the main event from NXT with Keith Lee winning. No, it's Although, not Cody versus Darby from uh from Dynamite. Although it's not fucking uh the the Rhodes brothers against Lucha Bros from Dynamite. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you got contenders. Those were good fucking matches. There were good fucking Those matches. Candidates. Those are candidates. But did they did they beat your Osprey Takahashi pick? No, exactly. Is that your <laughs> pick? That's my pick. What's your pick? Uh, you had a little down your four to one. Let's break it down. Break it down to two. What are your What are your top two? Yeah, night one. I say night one. Uh, Okada, Ibushi, Takahashi, Osprey. Okay. Um, did Ibushi um, Did Ibushi Okada give you anything that you haven't already seen before? A lot more of Ibushi's dark side, <clears throat> and just more craziness from. Actually, you know what? I am gonna. I have, my pick is actually Okada Ibushi. Oh! <laughs> wow. Okay. The reason why is because if you pay attention throughout the whole match, Okada takes you through every emotional spectrum. Okay. If you really pay attention throughout the whole match, see it, see it. He, he starts it off cocky. He gets put down by Ibushi. He comes back out desperate, gets back knocked out, goes into the rage mode, gets back knocked out, and then. He, he ends up figuring out and adapting, which is what, what his character does. Okay. Okay. Has Osprey Takahashi given you anything that you haven't seen before from them? I've, no. I've, I've actually seen them do what they do. There's you know, nothing from that match at Wrestle Kingdom that stands out from the other times you've seen those two wrestle. No. Not really. Oh. Chris. What about you, sir? Shit, man. Because honestly, if you if we're gonna <clears throat> talk about the way we talked about at the end of the year show, 
Mm-hmm. You're already just, breaking down the you're the micro already. You're well, breaking down everything. Yeah. Was it wasn't it not just like a car crash that was fun? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that that not I, I don't know if bothers the right word. If Okada and Ibushi had wrestled more than once, I wouldn't have expected the match to start as slow as it did. Osprey and Tanahashi. That, this, that's what the difference maker for me is. This is the first time in lifetime that I saw Osprey as the Seth Rollins. You know, he they're like ready to go and the bell rings and, and they're about to charge, and Osprey's like, nah, play is that you know, like, oh, all right. He's doing Seth Rollins better than fucking Seth Rollins right now. We're only 30 <laughs> seconds in this motherfucker. And he ain't got anyone on Twitter to do it. So, <laughs> and because I think um, the matches with Osprey and, and Takahashi before, they were more face versus face because Takahashi was always getting the crowd reaction. It's like, oh my God, little cats and all this stuff. He, he has the charisma that will play into an audience as a baby face. Right. Yeah. But seeing Osprey as a straight up douche. I don't want to say it fits him, but it was refreshing in that moment. So I think for that, I think for now, that's going to trump the Ibushi because we haven't gotten the payoff. Ibushi Ibushi went all ham, and he still lost. And then he tried to go ham on poor little Jay White, and he still lost. (laughs) So for for, the match of the year, Dealey, if that happens later on, this match – has the significance because this is where it's where it came from, basically. You know, he had his one moment. Who knows if he ever gonna have one? Oh, of course, we know damn well he go nowhere. He signed for life there. Uh, it was actually three years. Three. Well, it's so long. It's it's like dog years in Japan. But I think the change with Osprey, I, I'm nudging it, nudging it. I think I've got Osprey and Takahashi. All right, all right, nudging. All right. <laughs> this is a new year. Yes, it is. And we should have talked about this before we went out and, and did a did a new episode because we always kind of tweak our year requirements. Like, how are we going to do our matches of the year? Um, because I could see a good argument from both of you for both of these matches, and I watch both of these matches. For me, I'm giving the the, the nudge more to the Osprey match just because I like the flippy dippies more. And the 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 argument you made for the story is usually the argument I make for everything else. So I get where you're coming from. So right now I'm a little torn. Okay, maybe I need to go back and rewatch that Abushi match because I remember when I was seeing it, I was like, fuck. I really liked it, but he almost killed himself. Yeah, he does that every match now. That's true. That's true. He had to be still worse leaking on the roof. You see when Jay White pushed him off the apron into the rail, and he went like almost throat first. Yeah, that barricade was fucking bent, bro. Like he, like even circle, like throat go here. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Seven, yeah, three years. He'll be dead by then. We're going to put him out the back. So how, okay, question. How do we want to do this? Especially considering that we're not doing weekly shows every week. Especially considering that we're going to start mixing it up a little bit with who's actually on as far as co-hosts go. We're really doing that this year now. Um, how are we going to determine what we're going to debate over at the end of the year? Do we need to all three of us here right now because we're doing this show right here, right here, right now? Do we all need to agree that a match has to go onto the list? How many matches on last year's match of the year did you vote on? One. One. Okay. That's fine. We just keep going like normal. If we all agree here, then anybody else filling in? 
You're there. <laughs> okay. So then, no, we are not in unison right now as far as what would be match of the year. And I think this will be the first time in like the last four years that a Wrestle Kingdom match won't be on our match of the year candidacy. We didn't have it was, last year either. Last year was the this? first year we didn't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. So are either one of these matches match of the year worthy? <laughs> match of the well, year candidacy. Your, your picks were my number two. And you saw how I had to dwindle them down. Yes, from I see that. But your number two was my number one, and my number one's not your number two. So we, we're kind of crisscrossed. But Chris, what do you got? You got bitch. Man, my number two. My number two. I'm torn between um, Okada and Ibushi and Jared Otana. Oh, he's bringing Jericho. Yeah. yeah, that was my that was out of my four. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're good. This that's the I think that's the problem with last year's Wrestle Kingdom because there was so much good stuff on there. We had fucking Ibushi and uh, and uh, Osprey and Osprey on there. Um, Jericho and somebody right? Naito. Jericho and Naito. Um, Omega, Omega Tanahashi. Yeah, Omega Tana. Those, those at least four matches there that could have easily, and we could never make. We, I think we each had a different match of the week. Just it was that you show. and Arnold, or Arnold, was it yeah. Hector? No, it was Arnold. I think we each had different matches, and we could pick one, so we didn't pick one. Okay, so that's how it's gonna be now. And so now we can't. Well, fuck me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> but that just shows the quality between the two nights. Yeah. yeah. Will how, they do it again next year? Probably how, not. How about this? <clears throat> when we get to the end of the year. Maybe we can revisit because sometimes time takes into a factor. Because look, look at look at we just talked about it. Uh, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. We were all fired up for the match. One of the reasons why I ranked it as the lowest match of the match of your candidates is because it didn't mean shit after that match. My argument against it was that if that had been the beginning of a feud, something that mattered, then it would have been higher up on the list. But the fact that it was just a good match and that was it. That's the reason why I ranked it so low. So could one of these matches now, because we can't predict the future, if it if it actually changed the, the course of the year, can we retroactively at the end of the year when we're doing our year in review episode say, you know what? Let's take this one back on our candidacy list. Is that something that we can agree on? Noted. Yeah, we'll note it. We'll note we'll note it. <clears throat> All right. Honorable then. mentions for now. They're not candidates yet, but honorable <clears throat> mentions. All right. Okay. More homework at the end of the year for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just went oh, to the G1. Oh, fuck the G1. God damn. <laughs> um, did we talk about, I, I think you may have mentioned it in passing, but did we talk about the Texas death, death match? In passing, I did. Yeah. did. What did you think about it? Refreshingly, I don't think it was as death matchy as I thought it was going to be, and that's a good thing. Again, kind of. I think the reason why you mentioned it in passing is because the Japanese audience is desensitized to it yet. And if it was blood and guts putting a saw through your cheek and you know, uh, really, really ugly and all that shit, then yeah, I would have like not liked it. But I think it was the right amount of. It's violence. not. It's not that the Japanese audience isn't desensitized to it. Their specific promotions there. There's always been FMW. You want to see people get, cut each other up? There's places where you can watch okay. that stuff. But if you're specifically a wrestle a, a WWE guy for Japan, if you're a Wrestle Kingdom person, 
you don't see that stuff at Russell Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so for them to, to for them to slowly react to it and be like, oh, this is wrestling too? Well, I like it. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I I, th I thought it was good for what it was, and I thought mm -hmm. it wasn't going to be as good as. I guess that would be like seeing a hell in the cell in Mania. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the match? Honestly, I didn't get to see it. Really? Live? Oh, because oh, you it. had issues. Yeah, the feed broke oh, out both right. nights. Yeah. My issue. feed broke the second night. The first night, I was I was clean. But judging by the by the the cliffs, it looked it looked somewhat entertaining. It was Archer. Go back and watch that. Well, Archer can hang, dude. Yeah. Archer made it believable. It was pretty fun. There's a lot of undercard stuff. I mean, hey, what did you think about Juice actually being the first one to go for the double title? Night one, he won the tags. Yeah. And night two, he was challenging for the U.S. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Juicy two belts. <laughs> you say, dude, man. Um, another year or two, I could, dude. Not that I'm a hater on the old crew, but man, if they really devote the time, you've got Osprey, you've got Ibushi, you have Juice Robinson, and you have Jay White. Much as you don't like him, but yeah, you yeah. have to have a magnetizing heel. You know, yes, New Japan has always had those four pillars. And every time one falls out, the other there's another guy to come in. You know, those four guys could be that next ten years in New Japan. Those four rotating them between Wrestle Kingdom main events, they're fucking ready. The thing that I'm liking after what well, what happened after Wrestle Kingdom? Oh, and Kenta. Fuck. He. Oh. Okay, so now you got two major heels in one group. <clears throat> And they outdick the other. Yes. Hi, Papa. So far, Kenta's the one coming up. So what? Kenta. What did Kenta do that was so dicky? So Naito finally, finally, after winning both the belts, after finally breaking the curse of the Tokyo Dome, he finally gets to stand there and give his speech. Every year at the end of Wrestle Kingdom, the winner of your main event match gives the speech, sends the crowd home happy. Not even 30 seconds into the speech, here comes Kenta. Beats the shit out of fucking uh, Naito. And then the just, call. Yeah. Wow. And then he's like, see this, the, 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 uh, the cross Shibata's cross. pose on uh, Naito with both the belts. Like that. Uh, 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 and so now at New Beginnings in Sapporo, another oh. flaw for the both belts, it's Naito against Kenta. Mm. It, they they should be doing what WWE did when uh, when, when Seth won both the belts, defend well, them both at the same night. Two different people. Somebody's or, the challenger for the for the for the Intercontinental, and the other one's the challenger for the World Title. Why don't you just do it like they did back then when Kurt Angle had both both belts? Yeah, had well, all three threat. belts. They had a triple threat, right? And what were no. them for like the first one? No, and an impact. He was X Division heavyweight and tag, oh, and he wrestled three times that night. But no, going back to like when he was actually in WWE, when he had, I think he had the Intercontinental. Him and Benoit. Oh, yeah. It was a two fall match. Yeah. One got one, one got the other. Yeah. That was confusing as fuck, though. That was Night of Champions. Night of Champions when Seth defended against Cena for the US and Sting for the for the heavyweight title. Make that boy work. He got both belts. Overtime. Boingman. Mm -hmm. 
Becky won't wrestle twice. That first pay-per-view after she won both the belts. Lost one. They made it easier for her after that. Yeah. You know? Um, and one thing I want to bring up. Um, you know the new person I was in love with in 2019 from New Japan? Shingo Takagi. <laughs> and night one, he was just in the bullshit tag match and they don't really mean anything. Night two, I don't even remember what he did on six night two. Man, uh, never open way. No, he's in a six man six man group. No, oh, yeah. He yeah, he won a six, six man in the dark yeah. match. Night so two. Now, now I think New Beginnings is going to be Takagi versus Goto. For the never okay. open way. Okay, now that's what I could look forward to, but I don't feel like he was really highlighted at Russell Kingdom. No, no, okay. it wasn't that much priority at that time. Oh, okay, dude, but Moxley and Ibushi, I mean, Moxley and, and Suzuki, give that me. pop, give it oh. all. <laughs> he, he got that pop as soon as you go, you saw Moxley raise up his button, and you hear the theme, you hear the crowd. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. So and then Suzuki, Suzuki coming out wearing like tracksuit and everything, and, 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 like, and then the commentators they say, "Now, like, are we gonna have a match?" <laughs> I, I think that's why I, I requested we do an episode specifically for for New Beginnings because there's a lot of good stuff on that New Beginnings card. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good shit, and just to put a bow on it. Kevin Kelly on the commentary is fucking cool, man. <laughs> I love Kevin Kelly on commentary, especially with Naito, whenever he hits the finisher. <laughs> Destino! <laughs> no! <laughs> Which one was the other movie called? Naito had a, a, before he set up the second Destino, he had another movie. I don't know if it was, uh... Oh, Gloria! 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 Yeah. Fucking Kevin Kelly, man. <laughs> the way he screams out V Trigger for Kitty Omega and all that shit, Death Right. Oh, dude. Actually, for the four man commentary, it didn't sound too crowded. I was like, I, started, at times I forget. started at one point. Uh, I know Night two, they started with three because uh, Rocky was, was was out there with Rapungi. Yeah. But and then uh, after that, that's when you, uh, uh, Rocky joined them. Yeah. That was pretty good, dude. Wrestle Kingdom, man. It made Raw. It actually made Raw, and for me, because I, I saw AEW, uh, it made it pretty hard to watch because. Oh, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. But um, there's there still some good stuff on uh, on Dynamite the last couple of weeks. But uh, Wrestle Kingdom, man. I'm, I'm going to have Wrestle Kingdom in my mind for a while. <laughs> that was good. I'm looking. I actually ended up seeing. Uh, it, was, it was. I actually saw it on a Tuesday. I saw the new beginning. Uh, not, uh, new Year's Dash. New Year's Dash. Dude, Shibata is doing one heck of a job in the LA dojo. Oh, teaching the kids? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Cool. There's this there's this one guy. He's like he was like the buffest one in the in the LA dojo side. That dude could chop. I'm gonna watch it. Like literally, like, it reminded me of, of Takagi uh Ishii. Oh. Those okay. chops, they sounded exactly. Even the crowd was like, as soon as you heard the first one, the crowd just stayed silent. And then he did it again, and everybody like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man. But they got some really good prospects. Cool. cool. So, yeah. How about UK? NXT UK? Ooh. 
Uh, I don't really know much about what's going on over there. A lot of people don't. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was I was gonna binge the last couple of episodes, and then it turned out last night wasn't a new episode. It was like a, a preview. It was special. a build-up. Yeah, it was a, like a clip show episode, which I think I should have watched, but I'm I'm put it in the group chat. On yeah. Um, but dude, video. yeah, <laughs> but there's like, a Hector's in the video 40 minutes, that. <laughs> right off the bat, NXT UK tag titles ladder match. Ooh, Gallus, Mark Coffee, and Wolf, Wolfgang, Imperium, Eichner, and Bartel, uh, Grizzled Young Veterans, Zap Gibson, and Drake, and then Managers and Webster. I don't know if they have a name or not, but those four teams ladder match. For the NXT UK straps. On paper, a lot of this tonight is going to be on paper because we haven't been keeping up. That second to last one, who was it? Uh, second to last one, and they're called the Grizzled Young Veterans. Okay, that's uh, the one. Gibson and Drake. They had their belts already. That's the one that I, I'm not familiar with. And the only reason why I'm familiar with a couple of those others are because uh, I watched NXT this Dusty week, Cup. And it had a Dusty Cup, so I saw a few of those. Uh, of course, I know Imperium, right? And the, the Mandrews and his little buddy. Uh, you know, I know Andrew. Dude, so, I yeah. saw that. I saw some of that match with Imperium and um, uh, Forgotten Sons. That was good. That was fucking brutal, brutal dude. Brutal. I love yeah. it, dude. They're stiff as Imperium. They're stiff as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's your ladder match for the tag straps, man. On paper, what on, you got? On paper, are we are we doing anticipation yeah. levels for this? Okay, impromptu anticipation level on paper seven. Not knowing anything about the teams, not not knowing much about the teams or the story. Seven. I got it. Seven too. Okay. Just because I've never seen a four-way tag team, especially a ladder match, in any European style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to bring to the table. I'm at an eight for that because I'm the same way. They they do it kind of weird over there. They yeah. add their own flavor to it. They add their own tea, you know. So I'm curious. To they see add their own curry. Bring. Yeah. Hey, come on now. <laughs> I have Imperium winning this or retaining. I don't know which. I don't know if they have the belts or not because if they're if they're walking into Worlds Collide against the Speed Era. Some of them gotta have gold, yeah. so I'm expecting mm. Imperium at least to be the ones that to, to, to keep the belts. Hopefully they build it that up. That makes sense because that you know about oh you know about the main event right? Worlds collide, undisputed era against Imperium four on four tag. That's the main event. All, that alone on paper got my money. I, I'm ready. You're, you're, you're trying to buy a ticket. I've got tickets. Where is it? It's here. Well, I know Center. here, but which the Toyota Center? Yeah, Toyota Center. Damn, is that the Toyota Center? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they okay. just announced two other matches for that too. Oh, they, that's Ooh. Um, Rio Ripley versus uh Tony Storm. Ooh. Oh, and uh, uh-huh. Tyler's on the card, but I can I can't remember who. He's not fighting anybody from here. It would have to no. be from UK because he's already fighting Gargano and Takeover Portland. Is he fighting the his doppelganger? Oh, is it Jordan UK? Devlin. Uh, it already happened. Okay. It might happen. Could happen again. Uh, sure. uh, speaking of which, Jordan Devlin against Tyler Bate. One half a mustache. Mountain. Oh, fuck yeah. Eight and a half. Without knowing anything. <laughs> eight and a half. On paper. Eight and a half. Nine. Okay. Uh, nine, two. Okay. Devlin yeah. winning? Yes. Nah, Tyler Bate. You got Bate? Yeah. Tyler Bate's partner, Trent Seven, against a returning Eddie Dennis. Who the fuck's Eddie Dennis? Six. Is he Eddie Dennis from that first takeover where they were brawling? It was Eddie Dennis against um, Dave Mastiff, and they were just beating the shit out of each other, and they both came out higher. Yeah. Okay, I'm at an eight for that. He took a fucking whooping at that first Blackpool last year. 
And I was like, that guy don't look like he belongs in the re- former teacher, right? Or yeah. something like that. He, that. he don't belong to, ooh, uh, oh, ah, God. I got that <laughs> one. Eight. Yeah, I got that <laughs> one out of nine. Ooh, okay. Why so high for you? Because, um, not, not, uh, the one you were talking about right now. He's coming back, but in a psychological aspect. Because he hasn't, he's disturbed, but to the point that uh, he's already got Trend 7 think doubting himself. Oh. There was one clip in that, in the the video. In those 45 minutes? Yeah. There's one specific (laughs) clip that caught my attention. He was, uh, Trend 7 was after a win. He was shaking, you know, high-fiving the fans. And he was actually in the crowd. Oh. And he grabbed them and pulled them in. Oh. And they started, like, they stared at each other. And that, um, they just basically smiled at him. And Trent Seven just kind of took his hand away. And he's like, oh. oh <laughs> so that aspect, I want to see All what's right. going to happen with that. Okay. Right. Triple threat for the women. Tony Storm, Piper Niven, and a champ, Kaylee Ray. So when I saw on NXT... That um, uh, Kaylee Ray came out to talk to uh, Tony Storm when Tony Storm tried to interrupt uh, uh, Ripley. Ripley. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then, like, I think it was Marvel or someone mentioned, like, "Oh, yeah, these two are gonna fight each other." I'm like, "Okay, these two, okay, that's cool." But then, uh, somehow, some way, like it wasn't mentioned right then and there. Somehow, some way later in the night, or like a commercial or something, it said. This is a three-way. I was like, three-way? I thought it was just a two. With Piper Nevin. And I was like, Piper Nevin? Holy shit. <laughs> you know, like, that sounds like I, a nine. I, yes. Nine and a half. Because <laughs> the, you know where the half come from? The fact that it's a triple threat. And what's Abel's favorite match type? Triple threat. Triple threat. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Piper Nevin? Fuck yeah. Tony Storm? Fuck yeah. Kylie Ray? Oh, okay. Um, but triple threat? Hell yeah. All right. Eight? I haven't seen much of Piper Niven since she's been back on NXT UK, probably because <clears throat> NXT UK, right? <laughs> That's a habit that I need to break. You know, if I'm if I'm breaking five hours of main roster, I need to dabble in some UK stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes these these takeovers they bring me back in for a while. Same thing happened uh, with um, not Blackpool, but what was the one in the middle? Um, Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it for a little while more. You know, so maybe this is it. Uh, I'm at a nine for the women. Why are you eight? Okay. New champ? No? Maybe? Why not? Piper Divin. Yeah. I don't see see Tony Storm. Tony Storm is going to be a regular NXT now. Damien? Yeah. Uh, I had Kaylee Ray just holding on to it. Okay. Yeah. I just want to see Piper get it. I I like Piper. (laughs) You mean the title? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Walter against Joe oh, Coffee. <laughs> Walter against Joe Coffee. Start us off. It's going to be one of those hard-hitting matches, but I still see Walter coming up on top. I really don't see any challenge there. So, Give me a number. An eight? Okay. You have seven? I think you hit the nail on the head for me. Who have been Walter's challengers ever since he got the title? Pete Dunn, uh-huh. Tyler Bate. Uh-huh. Who else? Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. 
Little dudes. Yeah, little dudes. <sighs> Joe Coffee. Eh, I don't know. I kind of I he I, I'm guessing because he's a rebel now because the Gallus is like the cool team now. They used, they came up as a heel, but now they're starting to get cheered. Especially now with the um, Ego Dragon off with the team. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Gallus. But I, Joe, for whatever reason, I don't see him as being the guy to like lead NXT UK. I don't see it. I'm not I'm not seeing uh I'm not seeing Walter losing it to him. But it makes me wonder who would Walter lose it to. Because there's not other than maybe Bomber Mastiff, I don't see I don't think there's anybody there that can really like hang with him unless you bring out somebody from somewhere else in. Hmm. Yeah. Like I I would I would easily spend money to see fucking Walter against Cesaro. Ooh. Because, he, he, I mean, he, you think Cash is over there? Cassius is over there, but uh, that's a different kind of, like, build. True. You know, they, they might be almost the same height, but I can't, I don't know, man. Well, honestly, no. I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still trying to get Kevin Owens over as, like, like a, an incredible guy, you know? <laughs> Cash is like, ah, I can't, bro. I can't. All right, you, you guys talk me, talk me into it. Five. <laughs> <laughs> For the future and not for the present. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, I'm not too much into either of the Coffee Brothers. Uh, Walter, I, I appreciate his presentation. I appreciate his music. I think I've said this before on the show that he seems green in, in, in his psychology. He seems green. Like, he's good with his moves. He's very impactful with his chops and his punches. He's pretty basic, actually. He, he's, yeah. But he has a basic moveset, and his psychology, his emoting is very green. Um, is that so, maybe because he's had lightweights to fight against? Maybe. Maybe he doesn't have to sell because he's just swatting away the little dudes. But, yes. like, I, I haven't seen him emote a lot. He's the British version of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'd even say Brock is more intense emotionally than Walter. At least Brock changes colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brock will make funny faces that turn into memes. And you'll put the little guys over. But Walter, Walter, I think he's more over because of his presentation with his music and the way he just like stands and, you know, and he's just big. Presence. But like he doesn't have the charisma. You know, to go with that character that maybe it's not meant for us because it's UK and not US. I, yeah, like that could be the but but too. but that don't tickle my pickle. Okay, so the Japanese took your pickle, so it can be done. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it could be you know universal language would be done right. The only way <laughs> I, I, I see, <laughs> the only way I see him losing the belt is shenanigans by undisputed era. They want to build. that's interesting. Okay. That would be probably the only way I see. But put it on a coffee. Yeah. yeah. And it's on a Saturday, so they can trap. They could travel out there right now. Yeah. They could already be over there. Okay. And holy crap! I they you know what? That's that's a nice little wrinkle because this whole like worlds collide stuff. We've seen the UK guys do this dusty cup. They're already over over there. But I don't think Cash is being trade over because he's like got. Recruit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never would have. I've never thought yet the possibility of 
somebody invading UK for the sake mm-hmm. of the of the of the brand rivalry. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to have in this view there pop up out of fucking nowhere and cost fucking yeah. walk to the match. It would take all four of them because one of them alone <laughs> surround the ring. O'Reilly at the most, but even then he won't last like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> True, but I would love to see him sell <clears throat> the way he sells. Oh yeah. Man. He'll walk around with a huge ass hamper for like a week and a half. Like, no, I got this for Walter. <laughs> Overall, Blackpool 2. Uh, 7. There's going to be some good stuff on it, there. I think it starts at noon or yeah. 1 o'clock tomorrow. But I ain't watching it at noon or 1 o'clock. <laughs> I'll, I'll, but will you watch it? I'll catch it maybe if I have time some evening throughout the weekend. <laughs> I'll probably catch it on Sunday morning. If something stupid crazy happens, like your conspiracy theory with Undisputed Era, and and then there's also a match that, fuck, this match is good, and the IWC is a buzz about it, I'm like, all right, fuck, let me, you know, take nice castle, bitch. Let's, let's turn off <laughs> X-Men and let's watch NXT again, <laughs> you know. I'm almost done with X-Men on Disney Plus. I'm on season five. Wow. Yeah, almost done. And took you how long? How long is Disney Plus been out? Like two weeks? No, uh, two months? Two months. Two months, yeah. Wow. So what's next? I tried to start Darkwing Duck. I've got like three episodes in, and I was like, this wasn't as good as it was when I remember when I was a kid. Suggestion. Uh, Gargoyles. Sure. Okay. Do Gargoyles. Gargoyles? Yeah. Okay. Make Travis proud. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because Darkwing Duck, like, wasn't really a hero, like, Things just worked out, even though he was a bumbling idiot. As a kid, I thought he was cool and like he was a hero, like everybody else. No, like he didn't solve anything. It was the villain just was stupid, and he's stupid, and everything's stupid. And the animation is just regular Looney Tunes animation is stupid. So yeah, why get dark and black into wrestling? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Entry number twenty-seven <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> So let's bring something. Let's back. get dangerous. <laughs> um, so some bring- dude from Mexico that they just put in a fucking Darkwing Duck cos- <laughs> cosplay outfit. Hey, 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 we deceased. Come back <laughs> over here in this, in this get up. <laughs> I've seen the game in the ring. So. <laughs> I'm not- taking a race to that D. <laughs> oh my god, it's Darkwing Fuck! <laughs> With a peek. <laughs> Something new to the table. Okay. I think this is the first time ever that we're going to go into somewhat detail of uh, Major League Wrestling. A preview for MLW. For MLW. I, think, I think you've uh, talked about, hey, I saw this on MLW. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so I think we this isn't a pay-per-view per se. They're taping, they're taping three or four episodes of television here. But this card for one night that's happening tomorrow. Um, it's happening tomorrow, but when's it airing? In the, within the next four weeks. Okay. Right? And um, spread out. Three or four weeks. Okay. Yeah. So let me just run down some of these matches. You remember Eric Stevens? No. From Ring of Honor? WrestleMania 25 weekend? Choo Choo? Yeah. Oh! He, he, debuting. He always fought with Roderick Strong. Yeah. He had a big feud. Top okay. best. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Gino Intocable Medina. Wait. Gino Gino? Against Septimo Dragon with Conan in his corner. Oh, good for Gino. Gino yeah. From, uh, R-I-W. Good job, Gino. Drago. Uh-huh. Drago. Drago. Okay. Puma Drago. King, Hijo de la Park against Tauros. Oh, and uh, Tauros and Injustice. Triple threat. Triple threat. Triple threat tag, threat tag oh, match. Okay. 
Savio Vegas wrestling at this show. <laughs> what? Original Nation member. Yep. Savio Vega. Savio fucking Vega still Ooh, wrestles? Hell yeah. Apparently DDP too. He'll be back next week. True. <laughs> Somebody needs to text Arnold right the fuck now. Like Savio Vega. <laughs> Simon Gotch okay. from Contra is okay. going to wrestle Davey Boy Smith Jr. That's going to be good. Anticipation level. Just Simon Gotch. Nine? nine? <laughs> it's stereo. We're going like, the fuck? Where's the gym? What's the reasoning? No, the reason why for that, David Boy Smith, I like what he left in New Japan. Yeah. Okay, and I'm liking the the what's called the, the Heart Foundation. Yeah. That they have in Amaldoya. Yeah, yeah, him and Pillman Jr. We'll get yeah. to him in a little bit. Seven and a half for me. I'm at an eight. Okay. Because uh, um, I mean, because you focused on David Boy. Simon Gosh is a completely different dude now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you look at him and you, the last thing you think is Vaughn Dillon's. Like, he's yeah. actually made his own, he's his, made his own there. His first, I think, the way he started was a shoot fighter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, he's wrestling. Oh, cool. That's going to be a fun match, but we'll get into some of the big stuff now. Marshall Von Eric. Okay. One-on-one against MJF. Oh, fuck. With the stipulation. What's the simulation? If MJF wins, they challenge for the tag titles because they uh they it's lost it, yeah. they lost so MJF's group I think it's called the um, Prestige or something like that. Um, when they lost, they weren't able to challenge anymore. Mm. So that's the stipulation of their match. So who's his group? It's him and another guy. Uh, <laughs> I can't Let me guess. Okay. Ross Barnerick is fighting Filthy Tom Lawler. Who the fuck's Filthy Tom Lawler? He was there. Um, he dethroned Loki. Loki was the longest reigning champion in MLW, and Filthy Tom Lawler from UFC beat him. And then he lost the belt um, during the uh, War Chamber match or the show after War Chamber, and he wound up turning into a, into a heel. Mm-hmm. So that could be it. Okay. Aerostar gets a shot at Ooh. Alex Hammerstone's national open weight title. I don't know who Hammerstone is, but Aerostar, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Aerostar. <laughs> <sighs> you okay? <laughs> Mance Warner against Jimmy Havoc in a no ropes barbed wire match. Ooh. Death, oh, death match. Anticipation oh. level. Me? Four. I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Those fucking death matches. I don't know. I mean, like, it could, it could be like the death match we just saw in each match, which was good. It's a rice of. But that, that wasn't really a death match. Well, it was. Yeah, I understand. But, like. I was like a video game death match. You yeah. need to get another life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, the the, the real, like, fucking bloody guts death matches, and it messed with somebody else, Danny. That's what you're saying. <laughs> For that being somebody else, you can rate it too high. Okay. <clears throat> because I could be surprised. This I could be wooed. I could be wooed. I'm not sure if it's the wrestlers, but it's the match. Because after watching the episode of the wrestlers with the death matches and stuff and all the crazy shit, I think my anticipation level is at a zero. Okay. I don't know if I want to watch this. Okay. I mean, that. Undertaker Mankind, that was, it was choreographed. The first fall was choreographed. The second fall was like, but I've never been 
I've never been a guy to fish for old school ECW cheese grater shit. I've never been a guy to like watch old school FMW with Terry. I stay grossed out watching fucking Mick Foley lose his ear to fucking Vader. Like, I don't know if this is the kind of wrestling that I like. You know, I don't hate anybody that does watch it because apparently fucking DCW, uh, CZW is still going strong. They have their fan base. I mean, I respect people like Shane Strickland that went over there just so he could be that guy to have everything on his resume that he could do everything. Maybe my maybe my opinion on it might change when I see it because I've never seen a barbed wire road match ever. So I've never been a part of like the the most hardcore quote unquote thing I've ever seen was an episode of Raw where Kane set the steel cage on fire. That's like the most craziest out there thing that I've seen in person. I've never seen any of this like non-wrestling. In my opinion, I don't want to sound like Jim Cornette, but there's there's a difference between like old school catches catch can wrestling, Osprey Ricochet, and then stabbing somebody in Lucha Underground with a fucking knife. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. it, even like the the light tubes and shit with Pentagon and Vampiro in oh, season yeah. one. Wrestling Society X, that yeah. there was a pallet of light tubes. No, the the, 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 oh, mat, the match with um with uh, AR Fox and, and uh Kill Shot where yes. they went all hard. I think that was my limit. Yeah. You know, I appreciate it for what it was. I understood the story, which is why it had to go that far. Modern Warfare matches. Yeah, Modern yeah. Warfare. Yeah. And that and it like, was good. And the, and everything else balanced out the like, grotesqueness. But I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to see like, something like, like this. There is a certain amount of spicy I can handle. Yeah. Jalapenos, okay. Serrano, all right, you, you eat me up. Ghost ha habanero? All right, that's it. I can't do anything <laughs> after habanero. You can't give me a ghost or a Carolina Reaper or nothing like that. No, I'll shit my pants. Funny thing, habanero is it became a standard for me. Oh, so yeah. what's your yeah. anticipation level, spicy? <laughs> Just because it's a throwback match for me, I'll I'll give it a seven. Okay. Okay. Because th this is a I've seen the old Mick Foley matches in New and when he was in Japan mm -hmm. when they used to actually the do C4 this. and the explosions yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So do you think this will actually air on BN this match or is, do you think this is just for the people that are what does this air on BN? Uh, what the fuck is BN? Uh, it's a uh, like a sports package channel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like you're paying money you, to get that channel. And usually they, they end up putting it on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But um. It will. I don't think it would air on network. And if it airs, it's gonna be like cut off into like a small edited. Yeah. But I don't. For for me, it's just bringing something old school way from the past. Yeah. Kind of introducing it or or showing off of you know hey, this is what it used so, to be. So these two have history. No, I meant the history of the match. Oh, the match. Okay, sorry. It's the type of match. Yeah, yeah. The type of match. But yeah, I'm going damn near blind in the zero hour. I don't know how. Maybe this storyline has been nine months in the making, and they need this. And I don't have the three seasons the of Lucha Underground yeah. for me to covet Modern Which Warfare that, like I could. That's what I was about to say. Look, yeah. Modern Warfare, uh, the fucking the casket match. What do they call it? Uh, Grave consequences. Grave consequences like that made sense. But Grave consequences wasn't bloody. It was just chaotic. There was just so much stuff going on. But they they made sense because of the story going in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Main event. Jacob Fatu defends the heavyweight title against Brian Pillman Jr. 
I'm at an eight for that. I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight. I really would like to see what the fuck Berlin can do. Yeah. Like, that's what's got me. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Jacob Patino. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's respectable. How about Impact Hard to Kill? When was the last time we ended an episode talking about an Impact Take Review? Probably a long time. <laughs> long time. The Travis days, most definitely. Probably but so. It was still yeah. like, oh, the Aces. Is- Your best character was seeing AJ Styles with that crown. You <laughs> 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 Um, Impact isn't bad right now. What's got your attention the most on Impact? And be honest. I'm going to be honest. Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blatcher. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, he's paid for 2019 male wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you watch this past episode of Impact, there's a great video package of dueling interviews with both Tessa and Sammy. Is that the clip where Sammy's like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to treat you as a woman. I'm going to treat you. On, you, on Facebook, yeah. I was like, Fuck, I am in. When he said, I don't want it to be known as an intergender match. I want it to know as a straight up match. Like, yeah. Like, and like he broke down some with her. <laughs> I don't see that. Like, so as a heel, like, he's doing he's, more of a job of putting over the match than a face would. Yeah. Basically. As a heel, he's yeah. even showing respect to the fact that this is this equality, intergender stuff by just being a dick about it. No, I just want to beat this. Up. Yeah. I don't care if he has boobs or vagina or a dick or not. I'm, I'm, I want to. I want to kill this person. And it, it was cool. And I like the story. And uh, <laughs> the way that Tess is handling it on her side with her uh, fucking lineage and saying, "Look, I need to prove to myself I have this opportunity." And you know what? This guy he needs to have his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. So she wants the belt. She's trying to prove herself, and she has a beef with the person on the other side of the ring. This is great storytelling all around. Like Anticipation level. Ten for this match. Ten. I want to see this fucking match this weekend. I'm, I don't know if anybody buys a pay-per-view, but anything else about Hard to Kill, I need to see at least this match. <laughs> In the vein of Sammy Callahan, if it was any other person with the exact same build, I'd still be at a ten. Okay. This and it's and after on top of everything you just said, you want to see the match? Guess what? Mm. I already saw the match. I liked it the first time. We're getting it again for the title. <laughs> ah, ten. That's that's, dude. I'm driving to fucking Dallas for this shit. Driving to this shit. I'm getting four hours of sleep to go to work the next day. And Dallas. So, exactly. So <laughs> that shows you the quality just alone on that one match. Mm-hmm. Again, one match does not make a pay-per-view, but that's a hell of a start. And that alone, I'm at a 10. Hector? I'll join you on that. 10. 10. The story there, the build-up, every the chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Is it's there? Mm-hmm. What better way to break, give give the the women what actually WWE hasn't done and won't be doing for a couple of years? Mm-hmm. The spotlight's there. Tessa's the actually the perfect person to do it with. She had her last name, kind of brings the oh she you she she comes from a wrestling family. <clears throat> yeah. When they yeah. had the, the interviews with both her biological dad and her stepdad, Tolly and and um the other one. 
<laughs> the <laughs> other one. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Stepdads are used to that. Yeah. <laughs> All the work and none of the, none of the trophy. <laughs> Shit, I can't remember his name. <laughs> no one does. It's okay. Like, yeah. They were both wrestlers. They were both in the four horsemen. Like, I can't remember. But anyway, like those interviews were great. They with her mom also saying that, yeah, she's kind of been in wrestling and this is what she wanted to do. And like, for some reason, I feel this is more like Charlotte's beginning of her career as a daughter of a legend. I feel like it's more like And Rick was more in our face for Charlotte than Tully's ever been for Tessa. Yes. And Tessa's completely and been doing this on her own. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. The machine, WWE. Showing your oh she's Charlotte Flair she's Charlotte Flair and then like like that's all we got from Rick but really Charlotte Flair Shit, we saw Tessa from Jump in NWA that's and was Tully thing. with her no we saw her second match ever Never. at the at the uh, VFW yeah you know, off of two ninety we saw that saw her and again at Wrestle Circus yeah. again not. Not with her dad in tow. She legit wants the reputation of doing it by herself. She started in bingo halls and VFWs. Yes, that is what she did. So, yeah, I I am amazed to see in this short span of time, it's been like, what, three years? All of a sudden, she went from, like, somebody who looks like she is green and just could be a model and that's it. Like, oh, a pretty boy or a pretty girl in this situation and into... Oh, she's a legit badass wrestler. Just in that short amount of time, like she fished the water, she just took it up. Yeah. So, is there some some Keith Lee, Raven Rose style bias with her? For me, fuck oh, yes, yeah. there is. You can go onto my Facebook page and but see. People don't need to see that to back it up, though. right? But yeah. and see the fucking picture of me, Travis, and her all holding up a Houston restaurant. And me, fool. You're in I'm picture. in that picture. You're in that yeah. picture. Yeah. Okay, you too. Yeah. You know, like but, the stepdad of the fucking show. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. Travis. All right, yeah. I have big reputation. You were in that picture. Yeah, bad uh, check. Yeah, I know, right? Man, pull up that picture. <laughs> Can I ruin this parade? Yes, I've got Callahan winning. I got him too. I got Cesaro. There's two ways you can do this. Okay. There's two ways. Well, there's three. There's a lot of ways, but there's two ways I'm seeing it. One, obvious. Gotta give it to Tessa. That's obvious. I agree, it's obvious. But you, Sammy's feuds in the last year, year and a half, he's becoming the Adam Cole. Like it's cool to cheer the bad guy. It's cool to cheer the rebel. It's yeah. cool to go, you know, yeah. just like. You know, again, the underlying respect factor that if, unless you point it out, you don't really catch that a bad guy is actually putting over the good woman mm-hmm. in this match. Yeah. I'm seeing Tessa are tag team champions. <laughs> okay. And that turns him out of OBE because OBE's like, what the fuck, bro? You, this, you, you handled this. You're about to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and now you're choosing, you're her. choosing her over us. Both and that's going to put both of them even higher than where we think they are right now in this heavyweight title match that could probably steal the show this first quarter. Of the and year. then that's when Sammy is like, look, I'm just going to be real. She's better than y'all. She has. <laughs> you, you guys suck. <laughs> this girl, at least she puts up a fight. Yeah. She beat y'all. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Such a weak ass fucking dive. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm gonna be the odd man out and say that I've got Callahan retaining. Well, but he's agreeing with you. I'm the odd man out because I think the obvious thing to do to get more eyeballs on the product to create a bigger buzz was whole fuck headlines as much as like you know wrestling headlines. Sometimes the moment for bumper glory. Okay, that's just a way. When is it? It's in October. Eh. When well, January? Well, what, what, what is their what's their main is bumper glory? Is it hard to kill? Isn't this the first time we've had a hard to yeah. kill? So why not? You've reset everything in Impact. Yeah. TNA is not TNA anymore. Fuck it. If you want this this pay per view to be your your woodshed pay per view or whatever your marquee pay per view, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Why not? Fuck, do it. They, they, that's they, that's they, so anti hard to kill. That brand that you would think would be dead five years ago is the brand we're all talking about because it wouldn't They literally are yeah. hard to kill. Yeah. They haven't died. They should have died three or four times. Now they, we're looking at Ring of Honor like, they, yeah. <laughs> they've hit rock the bottom. The right there is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> they've hit rock bottom and they can't. So fuck it. Let's, let's revitalize it here. <clears throat> Brian Cage against RVD. You said this. One good match of pay-per-view no mat make. No, no, sir. No, sir. But two match may pay-per-view make. All right, dim sum. Shit. Nine. What are you, Chef Swan? What do you got? I want to... I'm just thinking about a spot already. So. <laughs> Fuck it. Empty fortune cookie over here has got a 9 2. All right. God um, damn. Most hey, RVD is making this story, bro. Yes. Hey, odds. This girl actually interfering in the match and just, just for a make on Just for it. I'll take the over on it. You tell me the line. I'm taking the over. Fuck <laughs> what the line is. Ryan's about to pin him, RVD's on the floor, she gets on top and just starts making out with him. Yeah, that's how she breaks up the pin. Get off him! Yeah. <laughs> I love RVD! <laughs> um, and, and, what if Melissa Santos gets involved in this? Why? But he wrestles too, right? Yeah. Well, no, now, she's been training. Started, right? She's been training. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I really, really like Brian Cage too. So even aside from the shenanigans of the storyline with RVD's character <laughs> development, um, I think those two could put on a really good match. I've been a really big fan. Even now for RVD? Yes. think RVD can still hang? Yes. I think RVD can still hang, and I trust Brian Cage there that you much. Yeah. Brian and Cage could better. carry him if he has to. I don't even think he has to carry RVD. Yeah. But it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jericho could put on a, a badass match in 2020 at Wrestle Kingdom, at 19, yeah, at 19, <laughs> RVD still can't too. I got RVD winning this. You keep that momentum going. Sure, why not? Yeah, Brian can take a loss, and give it to him in the rematch. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if he loses to a makeout <clears throat> session. Like nobody's gonna play. <laughs> Rhino against Moose. Talk about a night at the zoo. <laughs> Seven. Um, 20% off senior citizen discount. <laughs> six. Six? All right. I'm at about a seven. Okay. Um, Rhino don't play. 
Like he doesn't. You could be bigger than Rhino, and he still take you out. You know, he has slowed a little bit in the last few years, though. But even better, because Moose is the kind of guy you you can you can be slow around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, this is Helena gonna, Cedric Alexander. This, oh shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> this this is kind of gonna be like one of those New Japan matches with Ishii, where you just expect it to be rough and slow. You know, well, yeah. Nah. Between Rhino and Moose, yeah, I'm at a seven for that. I've got Moose winning it, but uh, this match is gonna be fun. I think. Yeah, it, it, it has the potential of being fun. I don't care about the story, but whatever. Same boat. Oh, yeah. Madman Fulton from OBE against Ken Shamrock. Uh, <laughs> ever since Ken Shamrock did the dick flip, I'm giving him an eight for everything. Just the flavor. <laughs> just yeah. for now. You know what? I, I love that a guy like Ken Shamrock with his background is just having fun in wrestling now. Yeah. You know, especially when you hear stories of how when Brock left and fucking when Goldberg showed up at WWE and how he left and he just got burned out in Shamrock. How much of a dick tank habit was? Yeah. You know? And so for for guys to come back now and just like, fuck it, man, I don't need a reputation. I've got a reputation. That's just I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm loving Shammy. Ah, I, I got Shamrock winning this too. This is gonna be one of those tests of strengths where you're like, okay, this is he could take out a big guy like Madman, he can still go. Let's give him something. I'm going to agree. OBE uh, is like you know one of the bigger things, one of the bigger factions in TNA or to Impact. Um, yeah, Fulton, eh, okay, whatever. But he still needs some work. But he's got yeah, the look. He's got the look. But like <clears throat> when we're talking about OBE, I care about Sammy. Yeah. Um, but sure, why not? Like I like Fulton more than I like the Chris brothers. Yeah, I'm there too. Um, but like against Shamrock, I you you. Literally took the words out of my mouth when I said I'm gonna give him an eight just because of what the hell's going on with Shamrock right now. Yeah. Again, this attitude of what's going on in Impact, we already hit rock bottom. Fuck it, let's just have fun. That's exactly what Ken Shamrock is doing. That's what RVD is doing. That's what the fucking commentators are doing. This, this they've hit rock bottom. They don't care. They're just gonna do whatever the fuck they want, and it's entertaining. It's working. This this feels like WWE '95 '96. They just out and Sean's just having fun, being himself. Steve Austin's just drinking beers, being himself, and everybody's just letting loose. The Rock and all. I give it an eight too, and I give it to Sean. Awesome. Okay, I having fun. So yeah, OBE doesn't need other other marquee wins right now. So yeah, give it to Sean. How about Michael Elgin against Eddie Edwards? Some ROH rehash. Um, we'll go with a four. Um, Eddie Edwards. He'll turn descent into craziness. Now he's just a dick to his wife, girlfriend, whatever she is. And I'm not digging it. And I really don't like Elgin. Uh, especially after all the stuff that came out last year, like how he was. I, I, mean, I don't care. And like he was already not that great of a wrestler anyway. But when he was really like popular two or three years ago in ROH, oh my God, Michael Elgin. And, so and I was like, he got over, but I, I he kind of sucks. Mullet, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't like the guy. I don't like the the turn Eddie Edwards has had. You put him in the match together. I'm gonna go take this. That's me. What do you guys say? I'll help you. Okay. Eddie Edwards to me has always been the genetic. Ooh. I've always always been a fan of Davy Richards 
is a lot more than Eddie Edwards. Um, and I doubt Eddie will ever break out of that, no matter how many title runs he's had at Ring of Honor or if he ever has one in Impact or if he already had one in Impact. I don't know. Um, and Elgin Tamien, dude, it's just like, if you're bringing your old, if you're bringing your old gimmick around to all these other promotions, you have to do, you have to do something different, you know. For all the crap we give Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Morrison, Johnny whatever, he still changes his shit up everywhere else he goes to the point that you're getting something different, you know. When you're bringing that unbreakable gimmick, you need to, you, you need to be sure that you're being booked to back it up. With and the same little cojones, and you're losing the first three <laughs> matches that you have when you show up to the brands. Like, dude, that's not helping your cause, bro. Like, there's, and I hate to say it because I, some of his stuff towards the end of Ring of Honor when he finally got the, the title run, I thought it was kind of, I was getting optimistic, but man, there's, there's, I hate to say this, but there's better. Older talent than Michael Elgin and than Eddie Edwards right now. Wow. Especially since Eddie Edwards, he's been around the block for at least 15 years, dude. He's been around for a long time. And I, I don't think he's I think he's done Pete a long time ago. You know, so I have I have I'm at like a four for this match, and I'm being honest, I'm being generous as fuck. <laughs> I don't care. I don't I don't know what's out of all these matches, I kind of know either enough story line of the match or just hype of certain wrestlers that I like for me to want to see them. But there's nothing, either story or hype or legend status or any kind of status of either one of them that made me say, I'm driving to see them. That's my merch break or my food something break. It's under a thing called Call Your Shot Trophy. I'm guessing the winner gets to call his own title match or something like that. I yeah, I don't even know what that is, to be honest. That's still new to me. Honestly, if I'm not even going to see this match. I'll give it a two or you know, I'll give it a two just to be generous. One for <laughs> each. <laughs> One for each. <laughs> anticipation award. I would probably just, if I see any clips and if I like them, I would have if if I were to really go back and actually after the even after seeing the clips, if if I see some shred or something good that reminds me of Elgin back in New Japan, mm -hmm. I would go back and watch that match. But other yeah. than that, is is come on, man. He had, a, he had a badass ladder match in New Japan with Kenny Omega. How can you fall flat from after coming up from Kenny Omega? Like, really? You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. I remember Omega's thing right there. He, it was like he had so many chances to to win the big one that he never won the big one to the point where it made Johnny Gargano look like the, the fucking best winner ever. Like, like he put Johnny Gargano's <laughs> to shame, you know? Uh, like, they, they overplayed that shit with him where he... He turned the real life situation into the actual storyline, and that wasn't a good thing of him being the Janetti, him being in the shadow of Jamie Richards, and then never truly getting. And it come never helped that Richards would come back every now and then, and everybody completely forgot about like, him. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. for him to leave again or whatever. It, it was like when you had your regular Nintendo at home, and you know it was kind of sucky, but then your cousin comes over with the Super Nintendo. The SNES, and you get to play it for a weekend, but then he goes away and you're stuck back with Danny and fucking Yoshi. Why can't my Mario have a cape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know how he gets the cape with the leaf. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, 
the North against Rich Swan and Willie Mack for the tax straps. Hector, do you want to take this one first? Uh, I'll let her off her pass. Honestly, the, probably the only thing that gets my attention is just seeing Rich Swan and Willie Mack's uh, chemistry together. Hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm at a five. I don't know what it is about Rich Swan and Willie Mack and Impact that just, like, it, it doesn't resonate with me. Really? Yeah. Um, to be honest, some of these, uh, a lot, some of these, um, Lucha Underground guys in Impact, it's weird. Like, you would need to change something. Like, again, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny something. You know, at least he, he altered something and he, he, he fixed his charisma or his attitude around. But just, like, plugging in people and other, it just, for some reason, it just feels weird. I like seeing the North. I, I like uh, Eat the Page. He's growing on me a lot. Um, so that's mostly is just about both of those guys. So I'm at a five, and I've got the North holding out, holding on to it. It just sucks because there's not a lot of um, – it doesn't seem like there's a lot of credible teams left now that LAX and Lucha Bros are gone, and, you know. So, But, yeah, I've got, I've got the North retaining. How about you guys? Because neither one of y'all wanted to talk about it. No, no, I want to talk about this. I was just waiting for y'all. You oh well let's get him out of the way then. I, I give it a four. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have no interest, little no to interest. no interest. Nope. You don't care who wins. Okay. You don't care who loses. As long as they go home to their to their to their families. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> For you guys, I'll say this. Confucius say wrong answer. Nine. I want to see this fucking match so bad. Nine as in no? No, nine. Like no. nine, nine. Okay. Five to ten. I'm at nine for this match. Fill us in on what we're missing. Yes. What you are missing is, yes, the chemistry between Willie Mack and Rich Swan. I think they are great together. They can be a really good team. Just need to give them more time. They kind of got together. They're trying to get their footing as a team. But in the storyline, it still works that way. When on paper, it makes sense. The heavy and the flyweight. Yes, yeah. they're heavy in the flyweight, but they also are kind of like Pac-Man because Miss Pac-Man swallows. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. I'm at a nine now after he just built me the book yep. up. Okay. I'm at a nine for this. Okay. And hopefully I'm, I'm You hopefully need to I'm see that bro. No, hopefully I'm sitting next to their mom. <laughs> His mom? I'll, get, I'll get the rebound match. His mom? Let I them. understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I give it a nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you're giving one a nine. The match. Oh, fuck it. Well, then, fuck it. I'm up to a nine because I said eight and a half, but you got me that extra half. Said that? Let them kill each other. Don't worry about that. Yeah, my meat. Who do you got winning? You think the rest? I think Ace Austin will win it. Ace will win Piss off everybody to continue with this kid with the mom. Like that that story, that character there is can can make him a big ass heel. And I bet you he'll win it just to fucking stir the fucking pot. And I bet you he is fucking the mom. I bet you he's fucking his mom. <laughs> I bet you he is. Cause she hasn't said shit. <laughs> She's fat. She hasn't said shit. She sat at ringside. Okay. <laughs> Trying to pretend like oh, I'm just there for my son and like oh, your son's friend. Which I'm like, yeah, she has the same shit. I bet she fucking. I had Ace retaining. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. 
We started with Lana with women. Let's end it with women. Okay. Taya. We did. We were talking about the model. Oh, the Taya, Jordan Grace, ODB, triple threat for the knockout title. Where you at? Seven. Um, most of that is Jordan Grace. Um, a little bit of that is Taya. Um, I don't really want to see ODB or something. I'm the same. This goes back to my original gripe of uh, talent exclusivity. Mm -hmm. I don't think I that I'm ready to not see ODB wrestle, but I don't want to see ODB wrestle everywhere. Like, because I don't know about you guys, I watch NWA, and she's right now in NWA also in a storyline, and it's kind of like, I, no, you need to stick to one. Or one or the other, you know, it just it starts watering it down for me, especially after she'd been gone for a while, you know, because she yeah. did her own business, she had a food truck thing going on, and then burned down, and she raised funds, they raised funds for her. And, and I think that's kind of it's kind of what I think is actually going on. That real life, she's just trying to make money to recoup, you know, some yeah. of the funds and recoup the loss of her business, and. I like ODB. I liked ODB back in the TNA heyday and stuff. Yeah, she's, she stands out. Even now, she, she still does. Yeah, she does. But like, I think she's starting to venture into that territory that I say about a lot of wrestlers, where it's like, okay, you were good then. I don't want to see you, Michael Jordan, number 45, playing for the Wizards. Yeah. You know, I, and that, that, I don't want to see her doing that. But I get it because she's just doing it for the money, which is kind of what Flair was doing towards the end of his career, where he shouldn't have been wrestling anymore. But you know, he owed alimony, so like and taxes, yeah, and taxes. So it's like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. you know. But like, I'm not that hyped for ODB. I am that hyped for Jordan Grace. I think Jordan Grace is the future of whatever company she winds up <laughs> staying with. If it if she stays in 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 Impact, great. If she goes to AEW, she goes to WWE. She's got a bright future ahead of her. Uh, Taya, I like Taya. I don't love Taya. I'm right there. Taya without Johnny and with this other Johnny running around with her, she got a replacement Johnny. I think it's Johnny Bravo or something yeah. like that. But he's just like some stooge. Like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. You know, but. Eh. Yeah. And I like triple threat matches, but this one, I'm on the ones that don't want to hear. There you go. Tyler retain. Same. It's Jordan's time. I, I would Jordan. I would be pleasantly surprised. But after Jordan, who would compete? Oh my god. I mean you could finish off this stuff with Jessica Havoc and, and Sue Young. Yeah. You know, and the fucking they're, they're there. They're they're there. They're they're there. They're in another dimension. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. Father James Mitchell like did some ooga booga boo shit and like he he's got he's got one of them under fucking a spell and Jessica Havoc is like trying to like I don't know it's convoluted bullshit you know mystical whatever <laughs> overall hard to kill I'm jealous that you're going to see this in Dallas <laughs> I want to see this. I don't think I can really afford to shut out the door for the pay-per-view, and I hope somebody else is going to order it, but I don't know. Um, but that shit aside, like if it was like in the old days where we know we're going to go to Scott's to watch TNA, I'm there by anticipation of nine. Wow. And I am surprised that I'm saying this. Wow. They really turned you around. Yeah. The last few weeks have been really good. 
this I don't give a fuck attitude where they're just doing whatever they want to have fun. It's working. Where you at? Hey. I get that because the the match I, I the match I got the 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 match I got my attention was uh Sammy and, and uh Blanchard. Everything else for me is like it hinges on that match for me. Mm. Do something entertain me and then we'll see about the rest. I'm at Unfortunately a, that match that you're looking forward to is at the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a nine. Okay. Probably because and not in a negative way, but Elgin and, and Richards and, and Eddie Edwards, if this wasn't on the card, it'd be a solid ten. You know, I think um, me personally, I just I'm not invested at all in either one of them. But that doesn't mean I mean that's one match. There's like eight other matches, seven other matches here that I'm ah, seven matches. Seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that keep out by seven. So that'll be your piss break match. Probably. <laughs> Possibly. Or eat. I don't know. Merch. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to this pay-per-view, man. I'm actually disappointed because the last time I was in Dallas was for the New Japan show on Saturday, the day one of G1 Climax. The next night was Slammiversary, but Travis went with us, and he didn't want to go to Slammiversary, so he wound up just coming back that Sunday. Yeah. And Scott and I were like, fuck, man. I didn't realize you wanted to go. I was like, you know what? I didn't think I wanted to go either, but now that we're here, I don't want to leave. I'm like, ah, fine. So now that we're doing this, both of these, like, I'm, I'm like, especially now with this card. The card in Slammiversary was okay. You know, I think Slammiversary had this match, right? The first time? I think so. Yeah, it was the first time. But we didn't know what to expect then. Now that we've seen it with the history, with hindsight being 2020, I'm all over this thing. So I'm at a solid nine for the show. Yeah. I'm actually, dude, I, I don't want to like go too far, but we we debated what our match of the week was this week. I don't think there's going to be a debate the next time. If we, if we all watch oh! this match, I don't think there's going to be a debate okay. on what. On what Okay. Our match of the week is going to be next week. That's the next time we get together. Well, when's the next be, time we're going to get together? Uh, that's a trick question. Ah. Motherfucker. Uh, we, uh, for the two people that are watching us today on a Friday, thank you. We will be back on Tuesday. Tuesday. Less <laughs> than a week turnaround for us. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with us? Because I opened my big yap. Hey, you want to do a decade interview? Oh, I don't want to do a decade interview. Maybe you want to do a decade interview. No, I do a decade interview. Fuck, I do a decade interview. <laughs> we will be doing a decade interview. A decade. Yes. So much. We're going to be talking so much that we're going to actually have a fourth person here. A person you've never seen before. Mm, yeah. Oogly boogly. Yes. Somebody who has been hiding yeah. to be on the show for Yeah. Years. So we probably won't have any viewers next week because the only viewers will be the ones that are in the group. Sure, that's fine. So we'll just podcast it so we don't have to worry about viewership. Yes. Um, and then in two weeks, we will return for the Royal Rumble, NXT, uh, Worlds Collide, NXT US versus UK, and hot time, that hot time come for a national wrestling land. So we previews for those. Previews for all three of those shows. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's, that's when we will be talking of, um, about. Uh, unless y'all want to talk about that at the end of Tuesday, talk about impact. No, 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 no. Just no, 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 no save it for the yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're going to be doing a decade in review yeah. 
Our year in review episodes we, are always three we, hours long. If we record the Rumble episode at my house, I'll make sure that you watch that main event match if you haven't seen it. Callahan. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that you, you yeah. have it in, you, yeah. in your system. And on that note, I don't have any other wrap-up notes, man. That's the fucking no, 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 no. I, I know we just kind of just threw it out there, but can, can, you, can you tease a little bit? What, what are we talking about? Taking in review. What, what, categories. Ooh, we got categories? I believe we do How, have categories. We got categories? Do we have categories? What are we going to do? Male of the decade. Male wrestler of the decade. Female wrestler of the decade. Okay. Tag team of the decade. Faction of the decade. Rivalry of the decade. Event of the decade. Most meaningful moment or thing that happened, biggest regret that happened that year. Oof. Five in ring, five in ring. That's going to be twenty segments because five of us times four. Yeah. I'm pretty well, sure there's going to be overlap. Yeah, there's, well, there yeah. might be some overlap, and five of our personal matches that define <laughs> our decade. This isn't going to be like our year review where we sit down and watch everything and rank everything. Mm -hmm. This is just. His highlights of 2000 of the tens, his highlights of the tens, my highlights of the tens, and our mystery partner <laughs> highlights of the 2010 decade. Yeah. Um, and there's there, there's a little bit of everything, bro. Mm -hmm. You want to tease them with something? How about a segment that defines your decade? No, no, no. I, I would I would tease with this. Okay. I think one of our match of the years was wrong. Oh, here we go. I already know he's going. I already know. That's not a tease. I, I had that before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If I remember right, then yeah. All right. I think it's Polish off something from your list. Uh, somebody in the international thing is going to be on my list. So, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that, that's not a surprise coming from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's not even, it's not really from. Oh, yeah. Mm. What about you? You got a tease? A tease? I have two honorable mentions for my event of the year. Out of the three events of the year, one of them I was not at. <laughs> well, that actually really narrows it down. <laughs> All right. So until next time, adios, my friends. Keep it classy. Done a show every day of the week now. We did one on a Saturday. Okay. Remember, we did one on a Saturday in my apartment. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Have we done a show on a Monday? I don't think we've ever done a show on a Monday because raw. We've never mm -hmm. done a show on a, on a Monday. We've done Tuesdays. We've done Wednesdays. We've done Thursdays. Today, 
Saturday have we ever done a show on a Sunday? Dark matches. Oh, after the years. Yeah. 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 We've never done a show on a Monday. I was going to suggest to do our decade review on Martin Luther King Day since we would mostly all be off. Oh, yeah. I'll be off. For once. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Um, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother him. He has destiny. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs>